Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On 1629 SEN Hobart, Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Welcome back to Jack and Paney, and thanks to Harrison Agents, Tasmania's real estate agents. Well, Paney, we are absolutely thrilled to be joined by Eddie Ockenden, the Kookaburra's legend and, of course, silver medalist from the Tokyo Olympic Games. Eddie, welcome to Jack and Paney. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. Now, uh, mate, you're, uh, well, we're, at the moment, we've been planting our Olympic athletes all across the country. Um, you haven't been one of the unlucky ones that's gone to Sydney, have you? And we'll have to do the 28 days quarantine. No, we um, we got a flight back to Perth. So the hockey teams, because most of us are based here, we were able to come back to Perth, which which is really good. Uh, we're really happy back in Perth because we can we don't have to get on another flight. We were a bit worried about Sydney um, with the WA border, but uh, luckily we've we've avoided that. Yeah, now Eddie, obviously a week on, mate, from the gold medal game. So much preparation so much effort goes into an olympic games can you talk us through now how you're feeling um you know being able to to sort of assess what went on and um yeah just your feelings on that match yeah it's really difficult to um to, to think about it because we're, we're obviously in a hotel room which it's actually been fine it's, there's no worries with that but um just having a lot of time to think about it and for me like so much so many things went right like i think our preparation was so disrupted over the last 18 months but um, I wouldn't have changed it because I think we just trained. We just trained so hard in Perth, and we got a lot better um, every week without even playing an international game. So our preparation was really good. I was really happy with that, and a lot went right at the Olympics. You need a lot of things to go your way, and because it's such a long and grueling um, tournament, the hockey tournament, we played eight games. So so much went right, and then um, I guess looking back on it, you 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 always like happy to make the final. I'd never made an Olympic final, so that was a massive sort of thing to go and have a crack at but to not to not get there at the end or to draw the game and lose a shootout that's that's I think it's still disappointing like that'll stick with you but um I think overall a lot of things went right so we're really happy about everything and penalty shootouts mate in in, in any sport are, are always one filled with obviously the the high of, of the side that wins and then the heartbreak of the, of the side that loses but then the added suspense of um well well the the do over of that that last penalty What's going through your mind as you're standing on the halfway line and then all that unfolds? Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I mean, it's something that we've practiced. You can't practice the, the intensity and the pressure of those moments, but you can practice the other things. Like we sort of practiced um, being on halfway, looking for any um, uh, fouls or sort of indiscretions that you might be able to send to the video referral. So that was sort of like what we were doing at halfway, checking if anything went wrong that you could send to the referral. 
But once it's in the umpire's hands, that's really difficult. It's such a tough game to umpire. There's so much grey area and interpretation and all those sort of things. So um, it's really difficult. You never know how they're going to go. But it's, it was it's a it's a really hard thing to do for the guys that take them and for the goalkeepers. It's a tough it's a tough shootout. Like I think it looks pretty good on TV, but it's really difficult. Is there a point where you wished you were one of those guys taking that shot? Oh, I think I wish I wish I you know I wish I could have been good enough to do it. I think over the over the preparation, um, I wasn't consistently good enough or good enough with my skills to be able to score under pressure. So that's something that I wish I could have been good enough to to get up there because I'd like to think that I could take one. But I think my um, I proved that I mean I proved that I couldn't over the over the preparation. Now, mate, as well, just going through your distinguished career with the Australian hockey team, you've you've already done so much. The one thing that, that's been a bit elusive to you at the moment is the gold medal. You've been to four Olympics. How how are you tracking body and mind-wise, and, and do you think you can get to another one and chase that elusive gold medal? Yeah, I think, like, all the, hockey hockey's so great because you get to go to the Olympics and experience those things. So I've been so lucky to be able to get to four, and um, I think... I think a lot has to go right. You have to be in form. You have to be playing like consistently well to make an Olympic team. So that's very difficult. And um, like you said, I haven't been able to win the gold medal. And the teams I've been in have been um, competitive and and ranked highly. And we haven't been able to do it. The one thing that I I would have said before this Olympics, and I alluded to it before, was that I didn't have a. We never made the final, so I didn't have a shot at the gold medal. Realistically, we'd lost a couple of semi-finals, and we didn't make it in Rio. So. Um, to be able to sort of get there and at least have a chance to win the gold medal, I think was um, was a big part of what was missing for me. And um, I think to, to get to the final and like realistically, we could have we could have won that game. But um, disappointed still that we couldn't win the gold medal. But I think at least for me, I can have that feeling that we we got there and um, we had a crack at it. And for the future, I mean, I haven't really thought about it a lot. Like I'm feeling really good with my body, and I think. I think if I think about it, the, the fact that I haven't thought about stopping tells me that I'll probably, you know, I'm feeling pretty good and I'd just like to see how the next couple of years goes and then we'll, then we'll see how that takes us. And, and what's the fallout from, from the game? Do you review it now or is it just sort of take some time off, actually sort of let it soak in the, obviously the, 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 the winning the silver medal, which is a fantastic achievement, also the heartbreak of having that chance to, to win the gold medal. Do the coaches... Sign it off uh, as you leave the the Olympic Village, or do they wait for something down the train uh, down the track? Sorry, before it's soaked in, and you actually can can go over it. Yeah, I think the the one good thing, and as hard as it is, like it's good to um, about quarantine. It's good to try and uh, do some sort of um, I think just thoughts and reviews about the whole preparation phase, and it's good to get that. In my experience, impact like sort of on a on the record that you can look back on, so you, that teams in the future sort of know what went right, what was difficult, um, what went well in preparation. So, to answer your question, I think the coaches are probably having a week off, and then they'll then they'll um, then we'll do some stuff next week. I think with some uh, obviously we're not doing in depth reviews of the game, but I think over the whole Olympics and the preparation, it would be good to get some some thoughts and I, um, and down on the record for the future. Now, mate, I'm not sure if you're, you're aware, but we've been doing our greatest Tasmanian sportsman of all time. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. You're someone who's who's mentioned a lot in our 
social media streams, uh, but to put you on the spot, I want you to give us your top three Tasmanian sportsmen or sportswomen of all time. <laughs> top three is tough. I was thinking the top one, I, I would have to say Ricky Ponting because um, I love choice. cricket. and <laughs> Yeah, well, I love cricket and that, um, the age for me growing up was, um, I guess, just coincided with his whole career, so Ricky Ponting. You must keep listening to the next next part of the show because we have got Ricky Ponting, the goat of Tasmanian sport, coming <laughs> up in the next hour. Which is, uh, well, as you said, mate, he's certainly inspired a lot of Tasmanians in the uh, in the sporting uh, sporting sporting world. Sorry, so Ed, thanks for uh, getting up nice and early. We appreciate it. Uh, we know you're doing it tough over there in quarantine in Perth, but uh, we appreciate you getting up nice and early for us, mate. Thanks for having me. I mean, who would have thought you'd have your own radio show? So here we are. Thanks for getting me Hey, we're only in week two. We could, we could fall over. Don't <laughs> worry. Thanks for getting me on early doors. Thanks right. for coming on, mate. Yeah, stick around. This is Jack and Paney on SEN Hobart.